Greetings, Soul Fam, from LA to New York, to the Tanzanian seaside, to the Russian outskirts and galaxies far, far beyond. Welcome to the Soul Fam podcast. I'm Diana Marchetta. And I'm Lexi Strumer Salden. Welcome to the Soul Fam podcast. Here at the Soul Fam podcast, we push the envelope of healing, transformation, and exploration with interviews from today's leading experts in consciousness, entertainment, and science for this galaxy and galaxies far, far beyond. In this episode, Sujan Dada, known as the Urban Mystic, joins us. Sujan is founder of the Love More Academy and a bioenergetic healer. He shares his wide experience as life architect and spiritual advisor to many a practicing healer for nearly 20 years in Canada and the U.S., Sujan recently created the Stress Less Workshop. And now, here's Sujan. Hi, everybody. Hi, Sujan. How are you? Good. How about you, Diana? I'm doing really well. Super excited to have you here today and um, have known you for a a little bit, about 15 years or so, and been blessed to have the experience of working with you to bring me into a greater elevated life and a higher frequency and to be more connected with myself, which we hope you will share with our audience today about your work and your experiences as a bioenergetic healer, um, founder of Love More Academy, and a new workshop called Stress Less Life. Is that correct? Yes, it's called Stress Less. That's right. Yeah, thank you for both of you for having me on. It's it's really an honor and uh, I'm grateful to both of you. You know, I just want to be able to share, you know, what I feel is necessary in our world, which is really to love more. And that's kind of my trademark. And I, I think people are confused what love is sometimes, and, and there's no real definition um, other than what, you know, it's indescribable, really. And so I, I think the message for me is to really help people open their hearts to themselves and really discover, you know, um, Yogananda, who I'm related to, the father of yoga, um, calls it self-realization. You know, self-realization is really about self-love, self-honoring, self-respecting. And I feel like uh, that's the legacy that I want to continue in my way in helping bridge Eastern and Western philosophies together, uh, be a bridge, so to speak. And I feel like it's even Northern Southern. Let's let's do the whole thing, you know? And I, I feel like this is a, an incredible time for humanity um, to really start to dig deep into what we truly want to create, co-create. You know, it's, there's a collective consciousness here. Everything that we're experiencing is not just done by us. Well, we are perceiving life as, as it is through the lens of our being. But at the end of the day, we're co-creating everything. So we're that connected. And I feel like that's what we need to discuss, communicate, and really open the space of complete vulnerability, grace, um, 
you know, oneness, understanding our connection. Um, so yes, so that's what I'm here to really express in a nutshell. I just want to inspire, guide, and empower people to become great for themselves and to not fear being who they are. And I think that's, that's the core issue in our world today. So, but again, thank you for having me. <laughs> our pleasure. Uh, so at this time on this planet, the, you know, we're facing a variety of different challenges, or we perceive that we are climate, economic change, potential health and medical changes. Do you find that your clients in particular are challenged right now? Are they at their peak? Is this, is this sort of uh, the tipping point? Absolutely. Look, the stress levels are amping up every year, year over year. Um, basically, APA, you know, the uh, American Psychology Association, they, they found out that 83% of the people that they uh, did research with are very stressed out about their future, about even living in America, about um, the authority figures that we have today that are leading our country. They're, 76% are saying, well, I don't know if I trust that. So we've become so separate in, in so, on so many levels. I mean, people fight within the family about which, uh, which political party we should follow. You know, or, or most recently, should we get uh, inoculated or not? You know, so it's it's been uh, quite a challenging time, and and it, I feel, and others have said the same thing. It's the great awakening. Are we really ready to wake up? Because right now, we've been asking for it. We've been asking for a break. We got a break. You know, and how are you going to move forward? And because there's such an unknown, people are feeling that much more stress. We can plan all kinds of things, but it doesn't mean it's going to happen. And I guess that was true prior to COVID, but now it's even more intense because we're losing so many things that we count on, including family members or jobs and financially. So yeah, I mean, it's not one thing, it's, but everything is connected. So, you know, it's time for us to each um, look into ourselves. You know, healing is an inside-out job. Um, living is an inside-out job. Inside job. Wherever your attention goes is where the energy flows, right? So what are you paying attention to? And if you're kind of putting blinders on or you are so much in fear, where, where will the love exist that we really want to live by love and all its cousins you know joy success abundance great great health vitality and freedom and right now i think people are sensing that they've lost their freedom too to really be who they are and so i hope i can i answer what you were asking um I think so. I think uh, what my question is, is about there seems to be a lot of exterior sort of motivations to reveal ourselves and uh, to reach deeper into ourselves. And 
I'm curious how you work with your clients in that sense. How do you sort of remove those exterior, not barriers, but cha- not not in not necessarily even remove those challenges, but recognize them as being an exterior challenge rather than an interior challenge, and move move the challenges to the inside. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Well, we have to first of all go inside. I think so many people are afraid to go inside, and they don't even know how to do that or where to start. And, you know, in my work, it's kind of like a three prong system. Um, the first prong would be where, where, what are you focused on? Where are you focused? The second prong would be what's blocking you? What's getting in the way of your focus? And the third part is how are you living energetically and how can we enhance, raise the vibrational frequency? Because we're all energy beings at the end of the day, everything is energy. So you apply the, the natural laws of physics or universal laws to to yourself and you find yourself really discovering uh, some some of your truths with a small t i wouldn't say i wouldn't call it capital t but you know what is your truth so in in this process you know in my stress less course actually which I have been utilizing for the you know, 18, 20 years that I've been doing this, it's called vivid imagination. You know, you gotta know what V stands for values. I stands for intention. The next V stands for vision. The next I stands for identity. How, how are you identifying yourself? And D is your destiny. So if you don't know what you value or what truly matters to you, then you're already in a shortfall situation. So because we end up following everybody else, and that's why we have this FOMO and, and you know, fear of missing out. That's why we're just following other people, hoping we'll find our discover our answers. But that's really not the true way to really experience who you are. And so that, the, that V is so important. You've got to know what matters to you. And it makes your decision making so much greater, you know, and then, of course, the intention. Why are you doing what you're doing? We don't ask these questions. So it's really about understanding why am I doing what I'm doing? It doesn't really align to my heart and soul. You know, we're, we're so caught up with mindfulness. Well, look, my mind is already full. I don't know about you guys, but my mind is already full. I feel we have to be more heartful. You know, it's heartfulness. And so the CEO is not in the mind. The mind is all history. It's, it's, it's a, uh, kind of like, a, what do you call that? It's the cloud where we stuff all this information and we try to access the information. And, you know, the heart is the CEO. It's connected to the soul, the, 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 the codes that are already imprinted in you for what you're here to do, your purpose, so to speak. And if you can stay quiet enough, you can actually, and, and take the time to self-reflect, you will find the, your answers, your pathway. It's not going to be perfect because we are human, but you know, that's so important to, to realize. And of course the vision, you know, how many manifestation courses have you been to or, or maybe your, you know, listeners 
have have read all kinds of manifestation books, you got to have a, the visualization of where you truly want to be, which is tied back to the values where you need to be and why you need to be there. The, that's the VI again, you know, the values and the intentions. So forming a, a, a daily practice is so important where you are constantly reviewing and putting into your subconscious mind of what it is that you want to create. Because the quote that I have is, the creator created us to create. And I'll add, create love. And that, that's expressing who you truly are. You know, when you, when, you're, when you love doing something, whatever the event, t- there's no time. You're, you, just, you just get into the zone and there's nothing that can stop you unless somebody, you know, pulls you away. So that's the inspiration that I want people to learn, that it's okay to just be you, love you. You know, the, the first question I ask with any one of my clients is to list 15 things that you love about yourself. It's, it's such an important um, exercise to do because a lot of people struggle with that. And if you, th- this, is, this is a game of love, self-love. And we're here to, to really express who we are, experience what that expression is. It's like turning that, that energy of love into something materialistic, if you will, in this form where we're sharing this love, that, that intangible force and, and becoming the love so that we can all sense it, feel it, touch it in whatever way, right? And, and so it's, it's, it's really about the expansion of our being. And so how you identify yourself is so key here. That's why it's part of Vivid. That was my question, was about identity. And yeah. if you know, your your clients find that that's more difficult than some of the others, or, um, you know, you mentioned a, a daily practice. Can daily practice help with identity? Because I think a, a lot of people are just in a, a massive identity crisis right now and sort of the collective as well. We're sort of oscillating between different realities, like who we were, who we want to be, where are we now? Yeah, 100%. I mean, most people that I come across, they identify themselves as not good enough or unlovable. They don't fit in one way or another. And so if you have that mixed up in your mind and you're not accessing your heart because it's so closed off because you've been hurt and you're filled with guilt, shame, or any of those negative emotions, anger, you're not going to see yourself clearly. So when you look in the mirror, you're not seeing your truth. You're seeing some uh, illusion of who you think you are rather than becoming who you are. You know, I think therefore I am is, is a famous quote. And, you know, this is not about me, by the way, but what I realized that there's an extension to that. I love, therefore I become. Who are you becoming? What are you identifying with? 
your roles mean nothing. Those, the labels that we have mean nothing ultimately. Um, that's just your choice. You get to choose how you want to be and what roles you want to pick. You, you may be a mother. That's beautiful. You might be a CEO. Beautiful. If you are, you know, a, a civil engineer, great. Do what you love. And, and we're all here to share that. That's, we're really here to share who we are in the image of the creator that you believe in. And, and the image is not some human being up in the clouds, I don't think. I think it's all energy. And um, so identifying and, and creating a daily practice, the daily practice is what? It's about connecting to the higher realms, ultimately. And it's, it's about putting into the subconscious mind, which is where everything sits, um, you know, the automatic process and, of course, what, whatever that we habitually think, the beliefs, etc. What we're trying to do is see which beliefs are actually working for us. And what we want to do is align the thoughts with our emotions, and emotions are energy in motion. Okay, so the feelings that we're getting is giving us a hint if we're on the right path, our path, if we're aligned in, in, in alignment and congruency and harmony to who we are and what we're here to express. And we are all doing our part. Now, some people feel like, okay, I'm a 40 watt light bulb. I want to be a 60 watt light bulb. Well, you're made to be a 40 watt light bulb and just be that. And I'll be the 60 and you be the... It's not about a scale of which one's higher and better. It's just owning who you are and your, your specific um, purpose, dharma, and, and creating that destiny. So the daily practice for me, for instance, is, is meditation. I, uh, I love putting music on. I do you know mantras, affirmations. So you get to choose. There's so many tools out there now more than ever. We're in a great time because we're sharing so much knowledge with each other. And, you know, it's, it's like I love going for conscious walks, mindful walks. Really, you know, the term forest bathing is coming out, you know. Uh, God, we got we to label everything. But, you know, it's, it's about the observation of who you are in relation to the rest. And so the daily practice, whatever you choose, you know, whether it's just affirmations or doing a daily visualization or, you know, we could go on forever on a list like that, that eventually becomes a habitual thought belief, which aligns to the emotion in the land of cause and effect. Everything starts with a thought and it's your actions that count, right? And so, uh, so it goes from thoughts to habits, uh, beliefs, to your behaviors and your emotions, which create the actions that create the effect. So if the effect is not the way that you truly want, then you got to go all the way back to the thought. So um, I hope that wasn't too long-winded. But <laughs> No, not at all. <laughs> I, I'm curious what if, if people feel blocked and aren't able to access their emotions or, or have difficulty even feeling their feelings, um, how do you get started with someone like that? 
Or is I, that a common thing? It's it's a it's hundred percent common. Everybody's feeling that. You know, people come in when you know. The reason why I did stress less is because everybody's stressed. What does that mean? We gotta we have to know what the problem is in order to fix it. Most people don't know what the problem is, so they don't know uh, where to start, how to start, and what they're feeling. You know, the feeling is either depression or anxiety. Let's use that as the spectrum. And there's so many more things in between and beyond. But when you're depressed, you're 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 so stuck on regrets and in the past. You're just you're living in the past. You're not living in the now, where everything's going, where life is actually happening. And anxiety, panic panic attacks, etc., is is this this need to know where I'm headed into the unknown, and I, I need to control it. And so that is why we're where we're at today because and it can be both by the way at the same time. It's pretty incredible. So it's about asking the right questions first and knowing what those questions are and that's where self-reflection comes in. I'm I'm guiding people to really self-reflect. It's about the question, sure, I have these abilities, the intuition, you know, the the empathy and compassion that I have and and the vibrational frequency that comes through me that I offer through my healings. That's all great. But you have to be open and willing to look at this stuff and 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 be guided. We all need help. We're here, we're social animals. We need to connect. And it doesn't have to be a professional like myself. It could be a friend who's gone through something or a support team or, you know, it's, it's really having the willingness to want to fix your issue, problem, etc. Do you help people find their purpose as well? And do you feel like that's an important thing for individuals to um, own at this time? Or are we just fine, you know, kind of rolling along? <laughs> Well, because we've been rolling along, that's why we're here today. We've been just rolling along and listening to some Simon Says character, whether Simon is the authority as in our parents, and we've been beaten up with reward and punishment, and we've been focused on how we should be living, uh, what they've been focusing on how we should be living, or or the schools that we go into, or the social circles, the it's what we've been learning. This is a time to unlearn and get to the truth. When we were babies, we were just full of awe and wonder, right? We weren't fearful of anything. All we did was cry for food, really. But we've lost that awe and wonder, that childlike innocence, because we're so fearful that somebody's going to burn us. We've lost trust. Trust really comes from you. Because you've been lying to yourself so long, you feel other people lie to you. Or you've made mistakes, so you feel like they're going to make a mistake and they're going to screw me over or whatever it is. So I feel like I lost my train of thought. What was the question again? I don't know. You're hitting things on the head right now. So, okay. so, <laughs> no, so we were talking about purpose and, and yeah. how purpose is, is important at this time. Yes versus kind of just rolling along with things and you know whatever happens happens yeah purpose i mean that's why we're here the primary purpose is to love and be loved 
no matter what you're doing right now, you've this beautiful thing that you, you've create, created, Soul Fam. Why are you doing it? It's really give love through this information and all the things that you are creating around it. It's, it's, a, it's to be of service. And in return, you've got to be able to receive in order to create a cycle of abundance. But most people want to give, give, give. You know, it's like being a, I think of it as being a bread maker. I make this incredible loaf of bread that I want to share. And all the pieces are gone. All there's left are crumbs. And I'm picking the crumbs. Well, you got to give to yourself just as much as you give to others. So finding your purpose is absolutely necessary. That, that's what vivid imagination is all about, like I was saying. What do you value, right? What's your intention? What's your vision? What's your identity? And what is it that you want to share, create? You know, here's, here's the problem in our world. We're so self-obsessed. We're so, we just want to protect ourselves from anything that we think we, uh, is of value that is external to us. We are priceless beings. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. We are energetic beings. We were formed. You know, information in form action. We're sharing information so that it provides you an, a, a way to form whatever that you are thinking and wanting to create. You know, every, every client comes to me and asks these questions, which is beautiful. I'm glad they have walked through the door because they are, they are willing to open themselves up, most of them, right? But what, what do I hear? What, what are two words I hear most often? I know, I know. Oh, I know, I know, I know, right? And I, I always say, change the I know, please. We empty your cup to I flow. And when you flow, you grow. And when you grow, when you expand your capacity to love and share, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger as you continue to, and of course, knowledge is important. It's valuable, but wisdom is priceless. And the way to get to, to, to wisdom is to apply it. And most people don't apply what they know. So I know to I, I flow, to I grow. And then the end is I glow. Enlightenment. To light up at our highest potential. If I'm a 100 watt light bulb, I'm at 100 watts. But most people are living at less than. We'll just say less than. So purpose is absolutely necessary. And that's what I, every session is about your purpose. It's about self-realization. Why am I here? Who am I? And that's where vivid imagination comes in. Do you find a difference between self-obsession and self-love? It's so subtle. When the ego gets involved, that's when it's self-obsession, arrogance, narcissism when it's when it's done in the form of protection and fear 
Yes. And, and you just take one step to the right or left or whatever direction, it can become confidence. It's, it's an inner knowing that what I'm here to be and do, do be, do be, do, like Frank Sinatra said, it's a balance, <laughs> right? Is to really honor who I am. What's wrong with honoring, self-honoring? What's wrong with self-respecting? That's what self-love is really about. It's not about a narcissistic view. Look at me, and, and usually it's the outer shell, what I call a meat suit. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's encasing my soul. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's really about expressing what's inside me. So that's why it's an inside-out job. Do you think, um, Sujan, that people are a little bit afraid of the inner work and the self-reflection because you just don't know what you're going to find there? And there might be some things that, uh, that aren't the easiest to face? It's that or develop cancer, right? Or yeah. some form of disease. If we don't look at the stuff that's growing, like, if we ignore the tumors, they're just going to keep growing. That's no different than the emotions that we that have crystal are crystallizing in our bodies. So energy, the energy, the thoughts that we have, and then we stuff, it's still got energy. And you're still feeding it on a subconscious level. So if you don't be, become aware that that's what you're doing, then you can't resolve anything to face to face whatever's there. Yeah, most people don't want to go back because it's bringing up those emotions. But emotions are just things. They don't define you. So it's letting go of those past stuff. And it's not easy. Believe me, you know, I'm trying to kind of create a framework for everybody that this is the path to the ascension and, and 5D. You know, all these words are coming up, but they don't even know what 4D is. They don't even know what 2D or 3D is. And now they're all of a sudden a 5D human being. And sure, that's, that's in all of our potential. What if we're infinite D? What if that already exists within us? You know, I don't know anything, but everything is inside me. I don't know anything, but everything is inside me. That's the way that we need to, to that's what self-realization is. You know, the, the art of self-love, I'm, 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 I'm an acronym guy, so sorry. Here, here comes another acronym. <laughs> act with facts, okay? And acts, act with facts is all about self-love, self-honoring. If I can honor myself, then I can honor my brothers and sisters out there. That's where you get compassion, right? That's where you get empathy. Empathy plus action is compassion to me. So act, A starts with awareness. We have to become aware of what's going on inside of us and what are the stuff that we've kept in the closet for so long. You know, spring cleaning we tend to do, but not the spring cleaning within. C is about commitment to T, truth, act, awareness, commitment, truth, with facts. F is forgiveness. 
A is acceptance, C is compassion, T is trust, S is service. And I actually added another S, so I don't know how this acronym is going to work. <laughs> Surrender. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we, we all have the capacity when we decide to actually share and, and, and be ourselves and express ourselves any which way that we choose to, we're, we're going through, a, you know, so many different things. This is not about man versus woman, black versus white. This is not about what social circle you belong to or economic status or political party. This is about realizing we are all the same at the core. And if I can respect myself and if I feel that I'm lovable, then I can share that energy through my vehicle to the next to a point where it becomes like everybody lights up. That's, that's love more in a nutshell, right? It's, it's, it's my trademark love more is not about, you know, some self-obsession or as we called it earlier, it's about choosing intentionally to love myself and others, right? Love more is not love less. It's not less love for yourself. It's not less love for others. It's not less love for your journey. It's not less love for your humanity or humanness. It's not less love for your challenges and battles and, and, oh my God, that's a problem. No, it's a gift. Challenges are opportunities for you to really wake up to you. A chance for you to love yourself more. Increase your capacity to love. So you feel empowered. I am power, empowered. I am powered. What do you choose to be empowered with? And don't be angry when you do it. Do it with love. So. I think that's a great (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. Awesome. Let's get into business. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Done. Done. Yeah, for sure. Done. Um, so would you share with us a little bit about your uh, familial relationships and your family's background in the healing world? It's quite extensive. And I think our listeners would be super curious to know more. Sure. Um, basically, I'm related to the father of yoga in the West who brought yoga and meditation 1920 to the U.S., uh, his name was Paramahansa Yogananda, who wrote a book called Autobiography of a Yogi. And today he's known as a, an ascended master or avatar. But he brought the magic to the West, if you will. Um, God, almost 100 years ago. Over 100 years ago. So that's my lineage. And, and then I'm, you know, I've been so blessed and fortunate, really, full full humility, humbleness, that my family's, my family has been so spiritual, right? And I, I was lucky at the age of 13 to have uh, my mom's guru. Guru is just, guru means dark, 
Rue is light. So, by the way, spiritual teacher. And I have never, ever experienced um, a divine being since then. But I was fortunate enough to, to meet him at 13, and every year he would come from India. And Anyway, what a blessing. The reason why I love to talk about love is because of him. He was like the Indian Jesus Christ, if you will. Christ consciousness. Anyway, so that's that happened, and then there's an, uh, another beautiful being named Ananda Moima. You know, yeah, it all sounds very woo-woo and Hindu or, you know, but I've been blessed with three beautiful beings in my life and Yogananda is in my blood. I don't know how else to say it. My, his eldest sister, Roma, is my great-grandmother. Okay, so, so my on my dad's side, his grandmother was the sister um, to Yogananda. So that vibration happens and that's in my blood and i really got the calling you know i was born here in toronto ontario and uh you know went about life even though i had this spiritual side i was hiding it because you, you know not in in a very we'll call it white toronto it wasn't as multicultural as it was uh, as it is today thank god you know being raised as an East Indian in this space was very difficult, especially I've gone through the racism. I've gone through all that, getting beaten up and all that kind of stuff. But I went through the path of the Western, you know, ways, which is get an education. So I went to one of the top universities. I was going to be a geneticist and there were no jobs when I graduated. So that I thought I'd continue and Ended up working for a bank and then worked for a major, major uh, blue chip corporation. And I became sales rep of the year and all that kind of stuff. I did all that. But Yogananda shows up about 23, four years ago and uh, still gives me chills because it was real. I don't care what anybody says. He shows up, you know, when you're in a half awake, half, half sleep state. That, that's where I was laying in, in my dark bedroom. And there he is with his arms wide open. And he wasn't wearing his saffron robe. He was actually wearing this white robe from what I could tell. And he said, come to me, come to me, come to me. Three times, just like that. And that shook my world. That shifted me. I quit a very, very lucrative job in Toronto moved to Los Angeles and let's just say I had to lose everything in order to find who I am, my purpose. So, you know, I took pranic healing courses. I've gone to every, you know, back then, uh, peak performance, um, manifestation, all, all the different spiritual slash uh, personal development courses and you know it's just in the space of learning and uh, and through through dark nights of the soul where you lose everything relationship money I've been through it all not all but what seems to be all for me you know financial losing a father all that has has shaped me to who I am today and whatever little wisdom that I've garnered is what I'm here to share 
And so that's my lineage is, is, and, and meditation has been the key to my ascension. So, what do you mean by that? That meditation has been the key to your ascension? Silence is where the truth sits. So when you um, decide to actually make time for some silence in whatever form, it doesn't have to be in the lotus position. You could be walking in, in the beautiful nature or whatever, but silence is where you hear everything. You hear your soul, you hear the angels, if you believe in that, you hear in your spiritual team. And that's been what has, that, that is what has guided me to, um, to where I am today. And I'm still learning. So could you share with us a little bit about how you work with clients? Do you work on a group basis? Do you work on an individual basis? Are there online courses that are available? What's the best way for people to connect with you or the variety of ways for people to connect with you? Yeah. So I'm in this expansion mode. So basically I'm on Instagram as Sujon Data Healer. I have a website called sujondata.com. I also have, you know, the stress less stuff that's come out. I do a four day free, uh, four modules if you want about stress and to really talk about the framework and all the work I do. But, you know, I, I, I work one, I do one-on-one -on -one sessions. I do, you know, I've done seminars and workshops and now I'm, you know, getting online because I see the, the power in doing that. So there's variety of ways to work with me and, and I'm going to be launching, you know, a uh, group, coaching sessions next year. There's a lot happening right now, but the best way if you're, if the individual wants to talk to me directly is to connect with me via uh, email, sujon at sujondata.com or uh, DMing me on Instagram. Uh, I'm on Facebook too, but there's just so many ways. I'm in everything, but you know, that's probably the best way is to direct message me or email me at sujon at sujondata.com or um, Instagram. Um, Sujon Data Healer is my uh, name on there. Awesome. I am certainly a follower on Instagram. Just shortly, I'm curious what your, just to kind of wrap things up, and since I've known you for a little while, what's your hope for your work and for your message? Well, my, my mission is simply to, like I said earlier, is to help people open their hearts. And what I truly want, if I, could, if I didn't have any resistance from the world or, or you know, to manifest, I'd love to continue on with what Yogananda left behind, which is the unity, which is to understand what self-realization is, which is to really be filled with more love than ever and have a space, whether it's digitally or even like, I want to bring community back together. We really need to share again. We really need to be in the same space and we have to let go of our crap. And, and so to build a tribe of people 
who are kind of on the same page may not be on diff- uh, on the same levels per se or consciousness because this is all our game of consciousness is to really align to the idea that we are at the core the same we're equal so that's that's my hope is to really share that all right well i appreciate your time and the love you brought to this podcast and the energy you share each day with people. Thank you so much, Diana. Thank you, Lexi. Thank you. This was amazing. Appreciate that.